Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. First Corinthians chapter 2. And this service is where we turn our uh, spotlight beginning at verse number 6. And we'll read following verses. When I, yet when I'm New Living Translation, yet when I am among mature believers, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world or to the rulers of this world are soon forgotten. No, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God, his plan that was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. But the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would not have crucified our glorious Lord. That is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Oh my God, that's a powerful scripture. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit, for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thoughts except the person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. These are the words of God. You may go to your seats around the building, even in the presence of our God. That ninth verse is the verse that we uh, sharpen our uh, antennas and focus. That ninth verse, that is what the scriptures mean when they say no eye has seen no ear has heard and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. I want to talk in this subject, in this service from the theme, something to get excited about. Something to get excited about. I would want a faith that I can get excited about would want to get excited. If you can get excited about football, you ought to be able to get even more excited about Jesus. You ought to be even more enthusiastic. I saw a person last week in the frigid temperatures of Kansas City. And of course, it was, it was cold in Baltimore. 
But I look out there, those cold in Buffalo, and persons are playing football, but fans are in the stands with no shirt. Uh, and painted on spray painted on their chest of uh, their devotion to their team. If you can get excited about that, you should be able to get excited about Jesus. When you see the upsets that take place, when the unexpected uh, person, the unexpected team is able to be successful. And of course, there is the sense of excitement. In collegiate sports, especially collegiate football, when the team is an underdog and they win, normally they will rush the field. Uh, they do it not only in football, but they do it in basketball. And sometimes when they get down to the end of those games, the security persons will start trying to make sure uh, that persons do not enter the field. But normally they're not able to stop them because of the mass. If we can get excited about that, we should be able to get excited about Jesus. I'm excited about Jesus because when I read the scriptures, the scriptures give me the assurance, and here's the blessing, that God says you can overcome death with eternal life. I'm overcoming. So we're not just simply survivors, but we're overcomers. And that's the blessing. That's what ought to push us as we go from one degree of grace to another. And we have something to get excited about. If you're excited, excitement can spread. If you're dull, if you're dry, if you're unenthused, KK, how can you be influential with others? But when you are excited, persons want to know what is that that you have that I don't. And perhaps whatever the excitement is that you have, perhaps Dick and McCormick, it will rub off on me. Here it is. Three things we want to look at in our time together this morning. One, place no limitations on God. The limit is all on us. Matter of fact, scriptures will tell us that the if is not on God, but the if is on us. And are we willing to totally trust God with everything that we have? That's a critical question. It's a question that each of us must answer. But all of us can look back over our lives and realize that God's track record stands for itself. And it has stood indeed the test of time. Number two, God is working through that which we don't understand. There are things going on, but God is working things out even though we don't understand it. Matter of fact, one of the words Brother Borders is in the, in the New Testament is talking about the mysteries of God. And so everything about God, I'm not going to understand, Scoop, but even though I don't understand it, I'm still going to trust him. That's, that has to be the driving force of our lives. 
And then even as I get that which God gives unto me, I realize that I can rise, shine, and give God the glory. I'm so good to see Donna Smith in worship back there, sitting where Thomas Smith would sit. And thank God your, your dad had a great service, great service, great personality. But I'm thanking God that we still have something to get excited about. The third thing is, God knows the way to bring out the best in his children. The best is yet to come, and you have uncovered greatness. Let me say that again, because I don't want you to miss it. You have uncovered greatness. Matter of fact, one of the scriptures that I dealt, dealt with last night, we'll return to it in the next service, how we are simply clay in the hands of God. And God can shape us. God can direct us. God can protect us. And so you put your things in the hands of God and there's no limit to what God can do. Let's back it up. Let's unpack it during this time we can spend together this morning. Number one, place no limitations on God. You heard the scripture in verse number nine. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined. No mind has imagined. Haven't seen it happen, haven't heard about it, and we have not imagined it. I don't know about you, but I'm, 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 a, I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. I, 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 I have some of the wildest dreams. I mean, just wild, crazy. And you have, and, and then, and I, and I sometimes I just got to wake up in the middle. I said, this got to be a dream. Uh, what is going on here? I, I just, and some of them have not just been dreams, but some have been nightmares. And some of you've had nightmares. And you, 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 you see the worst things that are about to happen. But what I'm, no matter what I can imagine, good or bad, God can deliver. And we don't have to talk about something that's only in a dream state. We can talk about that which has happened in our very lives. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined. What God has prepared for those who love him. That, that's, the, that's the great part of verse number nine is that last clause, Dr. Austin. What God has prepared for those who love him. If you love the Lord, the Lord has something prepared for you. And all I got to do is trust him. No matter you're going through the journey, you're going through the dips in life, you're going through whatever is happening, but I put my trust in God and because God is preparing something just for me. And so that's where my trust has to be. And Paul, as he writes this letter to the church at Corinth, Paul could talk about it from his own experience because he knows that God had done some great things in his life. He was once on the Damascus road. He was once on the wrong side. And I'm grateful that we could be on the wrong side, but God can bring us on the right side, and he does not hold our wrong side behavior against us. Oh, somebody ought to give God a praise right there, because you know where you've been, you know who you've been with, but God said, I've come to you, and I am able to wipe the slate clean, regardless of what your past has looked like. 
Somebody can look at you and say, you're not worthy to do what you're doing. You're not worthy to be up front. You're not worthy. But look at God. He can wipe away our sins and lift us to a new place. No eye has seen. No ear has heard. No mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. You want to know what love is? Know God. Because God is love. I'm thanking God. I know, I know we're getting ready for our, our Valentine's brunch, comedian. And matter of fact, uh, we have the comedian who's here today. He's, he's in worship. The comedian is already here. And so you can meet the comedians today. Amen. Both of them are here. But I'm trying to tell somebody that God has prepared something just for you. And since he's prepared it just for you, you got to trust it. The second thing that you need to realize and that we lay out in this service is that God is working through that which we don't understand. I don't understand it, Calvin, but God is working through it. You don't understand why God places you in certain positions around certain people, on certain jobs. Some of you go to jobs every week that you don't like. Don't say amen, just look, look straight ahead. And you tolerate it. But you need to understand that God has not placed you there by accident. Someone in your vicinity needs your witness. They need your witness. And so you don't realize it that way, that God places us in. And sometimes it's even in your family. He will place you around. And, and, and I know family can be difficult and all that but God has placed you there with a purpose he's working through he's working he's working through that which we don't understand don't know why you put me here God but I'm going to trust you don't understand why you, you've allowed me to be in here so long but I'm going to lean and depend on you here it is verse 7 says no, the wisdom we speak of is the mystery of God. It's the mystery of God. His plan was previously hidden, even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began. There are some things God will hide from you because you're not ready. You're not ready for it yet. I have, I have to build you up. So that you become ready. Matter of fact, some of you go, you go to college and you want to take a class and then you want to take a class, but then they tell you that you can't get in this class until you first take the prerequisite. You need to take the prerequisite class and the goal of the prerequisite class is to get you ready for. And you can't skip that. And so even when you look at your life spiritually, there's some things that, that you would love to skip. But God said, no, I don't need you to skip it. I need you to come through it. And I need you to come through it. And I need you to take full advantage of the learning experience. Some of us are learning some stuff. And we don't want to talk about the school of hard knocks. We are learning things on our journey. And somebody can stand here. Somebody can be in worship today. And you can now look back over your life and better understand why you went through what you went through. Now, while you're going through it, you don't enjoy it. 
No, no, nobody's, nobody's going to enjoy pain. Nobody's going to enjoy rejection. No one's going to enjoy a, a door shut. No one's going to endure uh, enjoy uh, being let go from a job. No, but I do understand that God can take care of us. And he's proven it over and over again. Things that were previously hidden. But I'm going to keep on trusting you. And then as I'm trusting you now, God, I'm got, I've gotten to a point now where I can handle some things I could not handle before. You had to go through it. You had to go, you had to go through the preparation. You had to be built up so that when you get to this next point, the Bible talks about to whom much is given, much is required. But I also have to get to the point that I'm built up in my faith. I got to be built up in my faith. Is you look at your life, some things that you are now able to handle because of maturity and growth. And if it would have happened years ago, it could have wiped you out. But no, now you've been walking with God a lot longer. You've had a whole lot of prayer. You've had a whole lot of worship. And now when when they come, when the challenge comes at you, you can face it. In a different way. Now, I'm not saying you're superhuman. I'm not saying that. You're still human. You are still human. I was talking last night but about the mountains quaking and all of the kind of things and the challenges that can come our way. But what I am telling you is that you have realized and your maturity allows you to understand, Chester, that I am going to keep on holding on to God because God is holding on to me. I'm excited. I'm excited about something because I got something to get excited about. I, I'm excited that God can take, take, take little old me and use me to his glory. I, I'm excited about what God has already done and I'm excited about what he's going, Michelle, to do. In spite of what challenges we've dealt with, in spite of all of these things, I'm realizing that even though I don't understand it, I'm trusting him. I'm trusting him. The other thing is, is that I, I'm, I'm, I want to get you to your ultimate glory. See, some people cannot handle glory too soon because they think their success is about them. Come on, somebody. And so I'm preparing you so that when you, once you get to your ultimate glory, you will not be a religious snob. Come on, somebody. I, I'm preparing you for your, 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 your ultimate glory that when you get there, you can handle it with humility. I, you don't have to get there and act like you deserve what you got. No, you understand that you get the blessings of God, but no matter what the blessing is, I still all, give all the glory to God who is greater than I am. So I'm getting you ready for your ultimate glory. But I also understand who gets all the glory. Somebody ought to hear me this morning. I'm trying to get you to your ultimate glory, but you still have to give God all the glory. Every knee is going to have to bow. Every tongue is going to have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That has to be the driving force of our life. And that's something to get excited about.
I'm excited that God is preparing me, that God is shaping me. Something that was previously hidden, but now is revealed. The third thing that we want to say, that God knows the way to bring out the best in his children. He knows what's there which needs to be brought out. Sometimes the best in us gets brought out because of the challenges we go through. And you did not even know that you had that in you at all. But once the challenge comes, then God is able to draw out of you what you did not even see for yourself. And not only does God draw it out of you, but now you can be helpful to somebody else. Because when you look in the mirror, you understand how God's hand has been upon your life. Here's what I told a person the other day. Uh, we, we, we were having a conversation, and, and they were telling me, they, they said, they said how, do, how do you handle death? How do you handle death? How, he said, you got to do so many funerals, all that kind of, how do you handle death? How, how can you handle dealing with so much death? And, and then, and then I, said, I said to the person, look in the mirror. She said, why are you telling me to look in the mirror? Look in the mirror. When you look in the mirror, you can look in the mirror, and this is what you can say about anybody who's lost a loved one, a parent, or anybody who's been close in your life. When you look in the mirror, you see the reflection of what they place in you. Huh? Every day I, I, I see more of my dad. I see him. I see him. All I got to do is look in the mirror. And so you got to understand what happens is that seeds are planted in your life. And as those seeds are planted, even after persons are gone, they can grow up. And so some things that you did not even appreciate about your parent while they were living now grows up in you and you see it even in their departure. They tried to tell you stuff. Come on, somebody. But you didn't want to hear it at that time. Now they're gone. You're, you're gracefully aging. And you look in the mirror. And you say, oh, daddy's still talking to me. Mama's still talking to me. And, and they gone. They gone. They gone. They gone. I had, had, I had, to, had, had this week had to go out pick out my, my uh, uncle and aunt's funeral pop plot. I go, you know, went over to their site, you know, pick out, picked out his casket, all this kind of thing. And, uh, and, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm placing him uh, right over here. Uh, Harmony, that's my spot. Amen. I'm, I'm not, they asked me, they said, are you ready to get your spot? Yes, yeah, no, no. We, you, you said you can reserve it. I don't, I don't even need to reserve it. No, 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 no. I mean, when, when it's time for that to happen, it will happen. And he said, well, you know, well, what do you want for your uncle? Uh, do, do you need a horse? Do you need uh, carriages, right? And I said, no, we're not going to have all of that. We're going to drive up. But I said, but the day when I come up here and here, <laughs> it it will be a production, and I, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. Now I w I won't be around or appreciate it, but it will be 
something that y'all going to be talking about. But, but I said, no, no, no. I said, we're going to place him. We're going to place him. We found a nice, nice spot for him, nice spot for him. I mean, right from his location, uh, he can see uh, uh, the Washington Monument, uh, FedEx Field, and First Baptist Church of Highland Park. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful location. But one of the things that, that I ended up finding once I put him in this wonderful location, which I did not know prior to my reserving the spot, that right next to him is another gentleman who's gone on to be with the Lord. And on the top of his headstone is a Dallas Cowboy helmet. I, did not, I, did, I, I was not aware that they had placed my uncle next to this gentleman. I, I, I did that. They said, do you want to make a change? I said, no, he'll live with it. He'll be fine. <laughs> but, but, but the point is, here's, here's my point, is that God shapes us and prepares us for what we don't see. I had no idea that my uncle had left all of this responsibility on my shoulder. Had no, we, hadn't had the, we hadn't talked about this. We hadn't talked about this. But then I realized that he already had in some fine print that you're going to take care of all of this. I'm not taking care of any of it. You're going to take care of all of it. I'm going to be, I'm gone, but my nephew, because they have no children. My nephew's in the area. And again, many of you know the story of how I got to this area. I got to this area because of a phone call from him. I had not heard of First Baptist Highland Park. He called me, said, nephew, send them a resume. So you don't know what God is preparing you for. And here I come to this area, no blood relatives anywhere close. So if my aunt and uncle were going through what they were going through with me somewhere else, it would have been a, it would have been a real challenge. But God knew what he was doing. I'm going to place you at First Baptist Church of Highland Park. And right next to the First Baptist Church of Highland Park is Harmony Cemetery. And you're gonna and you're gonna be able to be there to help to navigate them to that space. What I'm simply saying to all of us, you don't know what God is preparing you for, but I want to tell you this: that you're prepared to do it. I wish I had a witness in here. You you might if you looked at it, you say, I'm not prepared to do it, but yes, you are, Kelvin. You are prepared because God has been preparing you down through the years. The 10th verse is a great verse, a great verse. It, it, it says, it says, it says, but it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything. And shows us God's deep secrets. The Spirit does that, Lester. He searches it out. And he searches out everything. And then he shows us God's deep spirit. And all I got to do is trust him. I might not understand it at a particular point, Kyle, but I'm going to trust him. And as I trust God, I realize that God can make a way out of no way. 
the deep secrets of God. Thank God that we got to have a faith that's willing to go from shallow into the deep. And you can't, Teresa, be afraid of the deep. Because when I step out in deep waters, I can understand that God can and God will take care of me. Never lost a battle. Never lost a case. Never lost a situation. There's something to get excited about. I'm excited that God is still in the blessing business. I'm excited that I got clapping in my hands and joy in my heart. Where are my worshipers this morning? Where are those who know that God has and God is and God will bless my life. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will praise his name from the rising of the sun. And I know it's been cold. It's been frigid cold. But I'm thanking God for his warmth, for his love, for his forgiveness, for his patience. Is there anybody here on a Sunday morning and you don't mind praising God? I will. I, 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 I will praise his name. He's a mighty good God. Oh, yes, he is. Something to get excited about. I, I thank God that I can have a faith, Reverend Taylor, that I can get excited about. I'm not, that's why all these folk running in here leaving their lights on outside. Because they're excited to be in the house of God or, the, or cold. But I'm thanking God that I've come to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And that's something to get excited about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something to get excited about. Come on, clap your hands. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. I